Hello and welcome everyone. Welcome to second episode of IGIL on Air podcast series. As you guys recollect, uh, in the first episode, I was with my friend and colleague, Barry Brown, and where we tried to cover all uh, about IGIL, what IGIL is, what are the key features of IGIL, and we tried to cover IGIL on high level, like how to uh, enable on uh, like how to enable on IGIL, how to learn IGIL, then like what are the platforms, what is the IGIL community, and so on. And if you guys remember in the first episode, I actually said in next episode, I will involve someone from IGIL team and it will be like someone from IGIL team always will be there and they'll uh, like come here and they'll help us. They'll, they'll actually guide us. They'll actually give us update on what's new in IGIL and what's going on with IGIL and IGIL, what IGIL technology is doing nowadays. So, uh, Today we have Mr. Simon Townsend. He is the field CTO with IGIL. Welcome, Simon. Hey, uh, good morning, good afternoon. Thank you very much for having me. Great to be here. Yeah, thanks for uh, giving your time for the session and like for uh, agreeing uh, to be part of this podcast series. And uh, just want to update all of you, Simon even committed he will be there in multiple upcoming uh, episodes of this particular podcast series. Thanks, uh, first of all, from your busy schedule, you uh, have given this time, like 15, 20 minutes of time for us, which will help us to enable uh, about IGIL to the people in India and Asia Pacific region, which is actually a kind of a new region or like untouched region, you can say, uh, for IGIL, because there are very few customers in this region. Okay, yeah. so uh, without uh, wasting much time, uh, I'll give it to, like just want you to introduce yourself. I've just given uh, like high level interview of you. I want you to introduce yourself. <laughs> and uh, yeah. Yeah, no problem. Well, I suppose, first of all, listen, I just want to say thank you to you. I want to say thank you to Zentegra. Zentegra have been an incredible partner of IGEL for many, many years now. Um, I joined IGEL in 2018. Um, I was actually the CMO, Chief Marketing Officer for IGEL for about four and a half years uh, before I moved into uh, a Chief Technologist uh, role um, uh, probably six, six, six months ago. Uh, I've got a background in end-user compute. I've been deploying things like Citrix and VMware and terminal services um, for about 20, 20 years. Um, I've uh, been involved in sort of like endpoint security, how to secure Windows endpoints in the past. I've done some stuff with voice over IP back in the early days as well. But really a career that's been around helping people deploy end user computing strategies um, at scale. And uh, when I joined IGEL, uh, as I said, in 2018, one of the first partners I was introduced to was Zentegra over in the U.S., We've had um, a great relationship ever since, and I'm super excited to see that now Zentegra is expanding out and we're able to now go and take some of these stories and these solutions that we've been building for some years now out to new markets. I'm very, very excited uh, uh, to do that, and hence why I'm super excited to join you over the next couple of weeks as we start to educate people on End user computing, we're going to talk about VDI, desktop as a service. Well, dive, dive a little bit deeper 
um, into what iGel does, what the pricing and packaging is, but more importantly, I think, how it's helping organizations of all different sizes across many different verticals um, really deploy workspaces of the future. And um, that's what it's all about. Um, you know, that's why many of us are in IT. It's probably why many of your listeners are tuning in right now that we're trying to work out new ways in which we can deploy IT in a more cost-effective and in, in a more secure way. And, um, you know, this podcast, hopefully, is the start of something, a start of change, because actually, hopefully, as you listen to what Zentegra does um, and you listen to how IGEL works, it is a change. It's a change in mindset, um, and, and we'll cover that. Um, probably cover that in some of today's uh, episode, in fact, changing the status quo. So again, just to finish up there, thank you very much for the partnership. Super excited to be here. And um, thanks for everyone tuning in and listening. Thanks, Simon. Uh, actually, even I'm super excited to be part of uh, this uh, series along with you and uh, learn more and like know more from you about IGEL, IGEL technology is. So you said you are associated with IGEL since year 2018. So yes. you have seen the overall uh, like evo evolution of IGEL or the way IGEL technology grown like now we are talking about or we are like uh, hearing about IGEL Cosmos OS and a lot of things so you have seen that evolution from that uh, OS which was or a thin client vendor and then yeah. now it's like software only company so it is like yeah. no more tied up with the hardware it is kind of a software only company so if you can just quickly brief us or like tell us the history of IGEL or the overall story of IGEL, how it evolved yeah. from that thin client vendor to a software-only company. Yeah, yeah. It's definitely going to show my age, right? And it's going to, uh, <laughs> you're going to see, some people are, are going to think about, oh, this, this technology has been around a while. Um, and perhaps some of your listeners were, I don't know, maybe even some of your listeners weren't born when IGEL started. Maybe they were at school. Um, <laughs> But you've got to go all the way back to 2000, um, uh, sort of like 1999, 2000-ish. And you really need to sort of picture a world where everybody was typically deploying Windows PCs and Windows laptops. And there was a much smaller version of a company called Citrix back then that were trying to change, change that. And Citrix used desktop virtualization to allow people to log on remotely to a server and access their applications. Um, obviously that market has evolved and has changed, but that's where IGEL started. IGEL started by um, being a thin client vendor um, that connected into uh, you know, virtual desktop environments such as Citrix, or in fact running terminal emulation programs, accessing backend uh, systems, right, um, um, back in mainframes. And this thin client um, at the time um, was built out in Germany um, and very, very quickly became the number one thin client manufacturer in Germany. Um, and over the years, over the years, other organizations, other vendors came into the thin client space. I'm pretty sure all of your listeners will know that there are thin clients from HP, there are thin clients from Dell, there are thin clients from a, a range of other manufacturers. Um, 
And I arguably probably got to about number three in the world. Um, number one in Germany, but about number three um, in the world, or at least um, sort of in EMEA and, and in North America. Um, but it was probably around 2010 that we started to ask the question, or they started to ask the question, why are people buying iGel over and above the other uh, thin client technologies out there? And it came down to the operating system and the management. People, when they compared our solution to everybody else's, the management was better. The management was more reliable. The operating system was more secure. And the reason for that is that IGEL had and continues to have one focus in life, and that is developing that management platform and that operating system. We don't make PCs. We don't make laptops. We don't sell security software. We don't do anything else. Our focus day in, day out is how do we deliver a secure operating system and how do we manage it? And so that really is where the journey started. Um, and over the years, what happened is we started to decouple the hardware away from the operating system. And so by 2018, you could buy the software completely separate to the hardware. And then finally, in October 2022, just last October, we actually stopped producing hardware altogether. And we went into partnership with LG, HP and Lenovo, and they started shipping our software on their devices. So, yeah, like other organizations, we have started as a hardware manufacturer who built and manufactured hardware, but also built and developed uh, software. And then over the years realized that why people were buying was the software. And then that takes us to where we are today, which is a hundred percent software organization. And we have a piece of software that works on any device, um, you know, any x86 uh, win, uh, um, uh, a device such as a PC, uh, a desktop PC, a laptop, a thin client. We're developing this software to allow people to, de to deploy workspaces. So been an incredible journey. Um, obviously seen some significant growth over those years. Um, we've changed from selling a piece of tin to now selling a software license. Um, and, you know, to date, we've probably got, what, over 12,000 uh, customers uh, globally, and we're installed on over 4 million endpoints. Every single day, 4 million machines wake up, and instead of running Windows or Mac or Chrome, they're running iGel, and um, uh, they're being managed by our management software as well. You said 12,000 customers and like 4 million uh, endpoints uh, running with IGEL. So that yeah. adaptation is like tremendous. So just want to understand why the remaining people who are still using uh, other operating systems, like maybe uh, Windows, majority yeah. of them are Windows, uh, then yeah. like maybe uh, Mac OS or Linux why people should go for IGEL or like why the people who already adapted, why they adapted uh, with, or like why they started with IGEL OS journey and the yeah. remaining chunk of people, why should they go ahead and uh, go for IGEL as a solution or like technology, I'll say. It's a, it's, it's a really good, it is a really good question because 
I think if you if you take if you look at the numbers, um, there are millions, billions of PCs out there, right, in the world. In the world. Um, but what you will tend to find is about um, you know depending on what numbers you read, there's about 500 million corporate desktops out there. So you take all of the organisations in the world. Uh, and you look at it and there's, let's say there's 500 million desktops out there. You are 100% right that for the last 25 years, the majority of them have been running Windows 95, Windows 98, Windows XP, Windows NT. Uh, where do we go then? Windows, Windows 7. Uh, I don't think many people deploy Vista, Windows 8. Vista. Uh, Vista, don't forget. Yeah. Don't, you always forget Vista, don't we? We always forget Vista. We always forget Windows 8. But yeah, Vista, Windows 8. Uh, and then obviously more commonly Windows 10. And now people are now starting to look at Windows 11. Um, and, you know, 500 million PCs out there, typically all running Windows. And, and you have to ask yourself the reason why is that? And it's got nothing to do with people like Windows. Um, it's all to do with the applications that the businesses need to run, right? Businesses are built on Windows-based applications. And so for a lot of organizations, they choose Windows because they've got Windows apps. And then they have to choose security products that go on top of Windows and management products that go on top of Windows. Um, but... Of those 500 million, somewhere around 12 to 15% of the market, probably about 50 million uh, desktops, are actually virtualized. So whether that's Citrix, whether that's VMware, whether it's AWS, whether it's Microsoft with Microsoft ADD or Windows 365 Cloud PC, there is at least 50 million of those desktops that are being virtualized. And that means that they're running in a data center, that means they're running in the cloud, and people need to connect to them. And for a long time, that's where IGEL has focused its attention, um, selling to those organizations that are deploying VDI and desktop as a service, providing a very simple, secure way of connecting into them. You ask the question, why do they buy? It really comes down to, to, to a, number of, a number of things. And I think you and Barry mentioned this in your last podcast. Um, the number one reason, uh, particularly from my opinion, and, and I speak to a lot of customers, um, is security. People need secure access into their data and their applications. By not having applications and data on a Windows laptop and by putting it into the data center or into the cloud on VDI, it's already more secure. It's, it's locked away in a data center. It's not sat on the device. But you need a device, an employee still needs a device to get access to that. So the number one reason someone will look at iGel is because they want secure access to their applications and their data. Secondly, they want to reduce the overall cost of deploying um, uh, endpoints. You know, we're in a world and have been for 25 years where we have to constantly update our Windows machines uh, we're constantly having to patch and do vulnerability assessments. Every five years or so, or five to 10 years, we have to go through a Windows migration. And this is costly. It costs us money in terms of new hardware, but it also costs IT 
a lot of time um, in, 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 in endpoint management and operations. So being able to save money, do more with less, not have to buy more um, new hardware, uh, and actually ease the amount of management, reduce the amount of management around managing the endpoint, that probably is the second reason. So security, endpoint management. And then the third reason, I think, is um, really comes down to uh, perhaps flexibility. Um, the ability that someone can log into a Citrix desktop today, they can log into um, a, an AVD desktop in the future, they can open up a web browser, they can get access to their applications, they can jump on a Teams call, they can jump on a, a Zoom call. Um, it's having that flexibility to choose which hardware you want to run run it on. So, you know, whether it be a, a, an, an all-in-one device that I've got behind me, whether it be a laptop or a PC, not have to change that every four years, but also have a choice of, of, of what um, uh, technologies you can deploy with that. Because um, people change their minds and technology evolves. Um, Citrix is constantly adding more and more innovation into their stack. You need a solution that is flexible enough to grow with that. Um, if all of a sudden your applications move from being Windows apps to being web-based applications, you need a technology that can do that. So, you know, security man um, management flexibility, other reasons why people might buy, and we can talk about this in future episodes, by the way, you know, we, we, we'll drill down into why iGel is more secure. In, in probably the next couple of episodes, I'll talk to you and we can have a conversation about how we can reduce the amount of management. So there are less IT staff managing endpoints. But we'll also talk about things like sustainability. Um, if I don't need to buy new hardware, not only do I save money, but I save the planet. You know, a typical laptop, um, when you buy a laptop, um, it typically uses about 400 kilograms of CO2 emissions. If you don't need to buy a new laptop and you can reuse your existing laptops and PCs, you're at, it's actually better for the planet. You can reduce your carbon footprint, um, be more sustainable. Um, and obviously, you know, at the moment, lots of people need to save money as well. Um, we're in the middle of an economic crisis. People don't necessarily want to keep spending money on new hardware all of the time. So there's a whole host of reasons from security, cost savings, sustainability, employee experience, right? Um, just making sure that employees have a much more simple experience um, um, day in, day out, the ability to work from anywhere um, um, in a secure way. All of these reasons are, are reasons why people are buying iGel at the moment. Um, and, and that is helping all sorts of customers, um, government, um, finance, insurance, healthcare is, is very, very big, right? You think about uh, nurses and clinicians that need to log on very quickly from one patient to another, from one ward to another. Um, uh, you've got bankers who are using financial applications and trading applications that have got two, three, four different screens in front of them. You've got retail outlets that are very distributed, right? Some shops have only got two or three people in each store. 
you need a way of being able to manage that and deploy new technology um, a lot quicker. So all of these use cases and all of these verticals are, are great reasons why people not just buy iGel, but may deploy desktop virtualization, desktop as a service, and also browser-based applications as well. Thanks, Simon. So you uh, cover, like you said about security, sustainability, uh, endpoint management, cost saving, and a lot of things. So uh, as you will be there with us in like couple of upcoming podcasts. So do you want to touch base? Uh, like what topic we are going to cover in the next episode, or you want to keep it in the cover yeah. and open it in the episode no, itself? I, I, let, let's uh, let's let's have a little. Let, let, let's share what we're going to cover over the coming weeks because I think um, that's important. So I think, first of all, obviously, lots of people would be interested in what is the product, right? Um, we talk about this IGL Cosmos platform, um, and Cosmos is made up of a number of different components. There's, there's one product to buy, uh, but you actually get, you're entitled to, to utilize the operating system, the management platform, and some services that we offer. So we can talk about that. What is Cosmos? And I think we probably need to, you know, really dive into that in, in one of the episodes that are coming up. What is IGEL Cosmos? What am I buying and what do I get? Okay. Um, but I also would like to spend some time on uh, a future podcast on why is IGEL OS, the operating system, why is it so secure, right? What testing have we done ourselves what pen testing has been done externally how have we architected the product to make it as secure as it is you know what ports are open on the device what how do the processes run is the drive encrypted how does it boot up how is it securely managed all of these things are very very important if you're looking at igel from a security point of view you know, because at the end of the day, we can all work from uh, anywhere, right? We're in a world where hybrid work is possible and organizations need to ensure that they can protect themselves against ransomware attacks and they can be secure. They can protect their data, um, but they need to do that in a way that is proactive and preventative, not necessarily reactive. So we can spend a whole episode on endpoint security and i'd love to talk about proactive prevention versus uh reactive technologies that we've seen in the past i'd also like to talk uh one of the episodes we can talk about sustainability if you feel that's if you feel that's relevant it's a priority in europe for many organizations at the moment how they can reduce their carbon footprint lots of government lots of countries lots of government country leaders governments and organizations are looking at how they can reduce their carbon footprint. So we can talk about things like e-waste um, and how IGEL and VDI and desktop as a service can help reduce uh, an organization's carbon footprint. I'd love to talk to you about the change in markets um, that we're seeing at the moment. We're seeing a seismic shift in what's going on in the VDI and the desktop as a service space. You know, you can have VDI on-prem uh, you can put VDI up into the private cloud. You can subscribe and get a desktop per user per month, right? Very easily from Microsoft and AWS. All of these technologies 
offer different things and they all use different protocols. So we should talk about how we can help with that and what protocols we support. Um, we should probably spend some time around unified communication. It's probably one of the biggest questions I get asked. Can you support a Zoom call or a Teams call on VDI? And the answer is very simply yes, but you need the right technology to do that. And that happens to be, you know, something like iGel with Citrix, iGel with VMware, iGel with AVD. Um, so we can talk a little bit about that. The other thing, and I think you and Barry mentioned it quickly, is let's have a conversation about applications. There are something like 7 billion Windows-based applications out there in the world. Um, and hence, we still need to deploy a Windows desktop. Uh, in many organizations. The question is, is, do you deploy Windows desktop locally on a laptop or can you do it in VDI and desktop as a service? However, whilst there are 7 billion different versions of Windows-based apps, there is a growing number of web-based applications. CRM, Salesforce, ServiceNow, um, Office 365, Lots and lots of applications can be accessed very simply via a web browser or via a micro application, as I like to call them. And hence, you know, the, the desktop needs to learn from the mobile phone world. Think about how mobile phones work. They're very, very small applications. We're always connected to the cloud. Lots of the processing power is all done in the cloud. So... Let's have a conversation in, in, uh, in a couple of weeks' time about that changing landscape of applications as well, because that's going to affect how workspaces are delivered. So I think we've got quite a lot of content to cover in the next couple of weeks, all from product, what's happening in the market with VDI and desktop as a service, what does the application landscape look like, but then also drill down into some of those key areas of uh, why people uh, are choosing to deploy Agile, particularly around sustainability, security, and management. And along the way, I really want to try and give you some examples. Um, you know, whether it's a healthcare customer, whether it's a retail customer, um, give you some examples of how we've either protected organizations or we've saved them a considerable amount of money and are allowing them to do more with less. Oh, I'm so excited. So we have a lot of content because the way you uh, at least touch piece to topics, at least we'll be having 15, 20 episodes. So our audience <laughs> has to be there with us and they have to stay tuned and like they have to follow this series and day by day, like in every episode, they'll uh, able to learn new about IGEL, the way the technology is, the security, where to deploy, what to deploy. And uh, there are a lot many things to uh, learn, uh, hear and learn, I'll say, listen and learn. Uh, so I'm very much excited. And uh, so let's continue these conversations in our upcoming episodes. Yeah. And with this, I would like to conclude today's episode. Thanks, Simon. Thanks for your time out of your busy schedule and looking forward for the series to successful. And like, let's make people aware about IGEL as a solution in all the aspects about the technology. Thanks, Simon. Agreed. Thank you so much. Thanks a lot for your time. See you next week. See you next week. Bye. Bye-bye.